0: Thank you for joining Veranda Bellamy Inspired Youth Success Week, keeping you in the know with Angel the Cool Smart Chick, Jekyll Carr, Young People's Crime, sit back and Enjoy.
1: This generation need you. God, you said that in the last days you shall pour your spirit upon all flesh. You said that the young people shall prophesy. And God, the young people need you like never before. For the enemy is on attack. So now, God, I pray against all type of gun violence, I pray against the shooting that's in our schools. I pray against suicidal thoughts. I pray against drugs. I pray against bullying. And I speak over the lives of the young people that they will not fall into the hands of temptation. The young people will get back in place with you. They will hunger for holiness. And the hunger will be so great that it will be unexplainable. Jesus. Uh, God, I declare right now uh, that we, your young people, uh, we will present ourselves as Mr. sacrifice. Blight. Uh, our lives are in your hands. Uh, we make the choice. Uh, we make them vow right now, but uh, God, we will not. Uh, we will not give in to pure pressure. Uh, we will not give in uh, cause of suicidal thoughts. Uh, we will not give in uh, as to what the enemy has to offer. Uh, we will not give in uh, And to the pleasure of the enemy. Uh, but God, we stand uh, and we say we will be holy. Uh, we will keep our bodies pure. Uh, we will keep our bodies pure. Uh, we will keep our minds. Is pure. In the name of Jesus, we will not give in to drugs. We will not give in to drinking. We will not give in to smoking. But God, we will stand for holiness. We will stand for what's right. So God, we cry out, purify us, Lord. Purify us.
0: What's up, guys? I'm Angel, the cool, smart chick, and I would like to welcome you to the first annual Youth Success Week, keep, keeping you in the know over on Veronica Bellamy Inspired. I am so excited to be your host this week. We have a loaded week of topics, discussions, guests, and so much more. Trust me, you'll feel well prepared for each of your specific journeys by the end of this week. But before I go any further. Allow me to share with you a little about myself and why this week is so important to me. First off, I'm a rising senior psychology major at the illustrious Spelman College located in Atlanta, Georgia. I believe in inspiring others to find yourself, love yourself, and be no one else but your best self. Again, I'm Angel, the cool smart chick, and yes, I am her, and she is me. (laughs) So, happy hump day. We've made it to Wednesday, and to my folks that have been tuning in with me since Monday, welcome back, and I hope you've heard some useful information. And to my folks that are just tuning in for the first time today, I would like to welcome you as well, but don't miss another day, okay? (laughs) But even if you do, these discussions and interviews will be available on iTunes and the app Spreeks. You can always go to com to listen to the shows this week and all the other shows from the previous season, too. So, for Monday, we talked about our relationships with God, family, friends, etc., and when we go out to college and how we're able to maintain those relationships and obtain new ones. And for Tuesday, we spoke about school in general and grades and some different ways to obtain money for school, like scholarships and all of that. So those were some pretty interesting topics, if you ask me. And we had special guests each day, too. So you'll definitely want to check out those interviews. But for today's topic, we're going to talk about wellness. But not just eating right and exercising, but our overall wellness, including mental health, physical health, emotional health, and spiritual health. So, first off, we're going to talk about being mentally healthy. So, the first thing that I would say about mental health is that if you are experiencing a problem, please talk to someone and find the proper help. We don't want you sitting there suffering. It's best for you to do what you have to do in order to get through this. And there's no need to be ashamed either. There's always a stigma with mental health, especially in the African-American community, right? So think about it this way. If you experience some flu-like symptoms or get an ear infection or anything, where do you go? To a physician, right? And if you're having pains in your mouth because of your wisdom teeth or something like that, where do you go? to the dentist, right? So, why is it that when we have issues with our mental health, we're afraid to go to a counselor or a therapist or just anyone that can give us the proper help? When you think about it that way, it doesn't make a lot of sense, does it? Exactly. (laughs) So, it's very important to get the help we need no matter where we get it from, okay? And you know that these issues often happen at turning points in people's lives. So some people experience issues when they lose a loved one or they lose their job or when they have a child. So why wouldn't a teenager leaving home for the first time and being in an environment where they don't know anyone, why wouldn't that person not be susceptible to the same issue? So along with this is the added stress of trying to do well in school and figure out what you want to do with your life in the future and all that. That's allowing you to play at such a young age, but just remember that even though this is a very crucial point in your life, it is important to enjoy this time. So I'm sure that if you talk to any college graduate, then they will say that college was one of the best times of their lives. So it's important that throughout the tests, the projects, assignments, and everything, just enjoy this journey, and don't forget to come up from air from all of your studies. It's okay to have some downtime every now and then. Now I'm not saying go out that crazy or anything, but it's always good to have a little fun. Okay? So now let's talk about the biggest thing in today's society, which is being physically healthy. I know we all see the workout people, the uh fitness trainers and everything on Instagram and Twitter and all that. So by the time you're a senior in high school, I'm sure you've all heard of the freshman 15, you know, they say you gained 15 pounds your freshman year in college, and yes, it is real, but don't get scared because freshman year doesn't always affect everyone the same. There are some people that get to college and actually lose a lot of weight, so don't really stress out about it, but one of the best things to do is watch what you eat. You know, you don't have mom and daddy around making you broccoli and carrots and Brussels sprouts and all that. Now it's like all up to you. So if you want to, you can sit up all night eating pizza and donuts, hot wings and all that because there's no one to tell you no. And if you have the money, nothing's really stopping you, right? <laughs> but it's important to watch what you eat. I'm not saying that you have to go to college and be a fitness guru, but you'll notice that. there is a positive impact from eating your fruits and vegetables. And I do know that sometimes it's hard to pick the right choices in the cafeteria. It's like the day you're trying to eat healthy is the day to have all the good and healthy food in the cafe. So even though you're getting that burger or that piece of fried chicken on your plate, try to add some fruit or vegetables. And no, we're not going to count french fries as our vegetables, Okay. And another thing is don't go out to eat for fun, so have you ever noticed that when you're around your friends that you eat more? so in order to prevent that, try to suggest some alternative ways to have fun. So I'm an advocate for group hunt. I love group hunt, so just go on there and look for some fun things to do. So I know they always have stuff like painting and I know they have skydiving. I'm not really for all that, but whatever floats your boat. <laughs> So, and another important thing is to not sit around all day. So, go, you can go for a walk around campus or take a walk to the store one day, you know, instead of driving or taking your campus shuttle or anything. You know, it's the little things like that that'll get you moving. But if your campus has a gym or workout facility open to the students, please utilize your resources. Because, you know, regular gym memberships can be very expensive. So if you have a gym that you can work out in for the free, you better use it. <laughs> but if you think about it, you're actually probably paying for the tuition. you know, so you better get your money worth. And when you do decide to go to the gym, don't be ashamed or embarrassed. Everyone is there working on their body just like you. So I know that it seems like sometimes you have to be in shape before you even go to the gym because it seems like everyone there is already fit. But, you know, they didn't get that way overnight. So everyone has to start from somewhere, right? Great. Now, let's move on to emotional health and ways to be emotionally healthy. So in today's generation, a lot of people feel like it's better to hold in their emotions. So I don't know why, but people just do. So I guess everybody wants to be the tough guy and doesn't want to get hurt. So I'm sorry to break it to you. But everybody is going to get hurt sometime. It's just about how you deal with the situation that matters. So with that being said, it's perfectly okay to show your emotions. So if something is bothering you, let it be known. It's not good. to bottle up things inside. It's just like a soda that has been shaken up. You know, your emotions are shaking you up, but you're keeping your cap on. So once you let loose and let that cap off, it's a big explosion, right? So let's be emotionally healthy by being honest with ourselves and the people around us. And now I'm not saying just complain about every single little thing. Well, we all know when we speak up, when things get serious, or just before things get out of hand. And now, finally, let's talk about being spiritually healthy. Now, you know, we're Christians over here. <laughs> so spirituality is a big part of our lives. I feel like being spiritually healthy is one of the most important things that you can be. You know, everything else just falls into place once you have that good relationship with God. So in order to get things going, one of the basic things you have to do is attend church. Like I said, this is church. And I'm not saying that you have to go seven days a week or even make it every week, to be honest. But it will be helpful to attend for your spirit's sake. And another wonderful thing to do is pray. Now, this isn't something that we can skip out of, like you may skip church. I know that in college and life in general, you can be so overwhelmed with things that you don't even want to, like so overwhelmed with life or other things in your life that you don't even want to or may not even feel like praying due to so many other things being on your mind. But I'm sure that if you take a moment out of your day and talk to God, the things may not seem as take as they were, were before. But along with going to church and praying, we can't forget about reading the Word too. So for me, this is for me to do. I always feel like I don't have enough time throughout the day. And at the end of the day, I'm always too tired to even pick the Bible or even go to my Bible app and read it. So that's what we I right. I'm. But these are never good excuses. I know we all, including myself, go on our phones throughout the day and get on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and all of that. So if we can make time to scroll up and down Facebook and read all of people, updates and everything, go on Twitter and everything, we can take the time out of the day to read the Bible, right? Okay, so... Now, we have a very special guest coming on the show. Her name is Dr. Son- Dr. Sonia Ramsey. And Dr. Ramsey, are you there? Yes, I am. Great. Thank you for joining us today. You're welcome. Okay. Uh, could you tell our listeners a little about yourself along with the colleges you attended and your majors?
2: Sure. Uh, My name is um, Dr. Sonia Ramsey. I'm a historian of African-American women's gender history at the University of North Carolina at Charlotte. Um, I am an associate professor there. I also do um, teach in the Women and Gender Studies program. I am a proud graduate of Howard University and the University of North North Carolina at Chapel Hill. And um, that's about it. Yes. (laughs)
0: <laughs> okay, so starting off, uh, what were some things that you did in college in order in order to stay physically
2: healthy? Well, it was many a year ago when years ago when I was an undergraduate, but um, <coughs> we just walked. We did a lot of walking. I think. It's good if you don't have your car sometimes to be able to walk places and to stay um, healthy doing that. Um, We also um, took advantage of the gym when we could, um, but we didn't have some of the things that college students have today, like real access to gyms and things, um, with really good equipment. So I would say take advantage, as you said earlier, take advantage of the gym, um, take advantage of um, exercise programs, sometimes... Um, Neighboring gyms have specials for students. Um, It is good to stay physically healthy, and that helps you stay mentally healthy as well.
0: Yes, so along with um, mental health, um, I know that college was a tough time mentally, especially going the route to obtain a doctorate the way that you did. Um, Can you tell our listeners some things that you did in college in order to stay mentally healthy?
2: I think um it is important to have a strong support system um to get friends and associates that are positive to get friends and associates that um, are are help want to help you in your twist to do better um, in that way. In um, that way, I also think um, it's important to get help if you need it. I think um, um, just coming from the professor side of things, um, on our campus at UNC Charlotte and many other campuses, depression is um, almost the number one problem college students have or mental health issues are the number one problems they have. And so it is time to go get some help. Um, no one has to know what's going on with your health, um, it's not a stigma, the stigma is not getting help. Um, And you need help to um, adjust. The adjustment period from high school, living with your family, to college, living on your own is one of the biggest adjustments a person can make. And so it's okay if you want to get some guidance, even if it's just for time management, if it's just to talk about being overwhelmed. Take advantage of those services. That's the only time you'll have free mental health services for you paid for by your tuition. Um, So go get the help that you need. So we didn't have as much, when I was in school quite a while ago in the 80s, we didn't have as much um, access, but now students do. And I would say please avail yourself of those resources because they will ensure your success just as well as doing well on your grades.
0: That's very true. Um, it's a blessing to be able to have, you know, psychological services available for any student on campus. So that is very true. Okay, so um, linked closely with mental health is your emotional health. So could you tell us some things that you did in college, in order to say emotionally healthy?
2: I think also, I, I mentioned it before, I think having a good support system. Um, when you are feeling sad or you were feeling upset about something, I think it's good to talk about some, something with someone who's positive, someone who um, you know is a good friend that's not going to tell your business to everybody. But I think every, lots of things happen in co- college. You have breakups. You have friends that aren't exactly your friends sometimes. I just go expecting that. It's not it's not perfect. But as um, long as you have your emotions, it's perfectly fine to express your emotions, to feel Upset about things, um, but when it starts to get overwhelming, that's when you need to talk to someone. But um, that it is—it is an emotional time with um, learning about your classes, interacting with teachers in a way you didn't have to do before, or that's different from high school. So it is—it is a very changing time. But try try to have a strong support system, and if you don't, you know there is always God to rely on. And don't forget about God when you go to college, because He's going to help to get you through.
0: Yet, <laughs> through that experience, so yeah, <laughs> okay, and um, since you brought in God, um, could you tell us the ways that you were spiritually healthy um during college?
2: um, one thing well, it was spiritually healthy now, call the college experience. You will come from your parents in your home church or if you're a Christian or your home place of worship, and you are going to a new place where there are many people, of perhaps people of different faiths or people of no faith, and you have to hold steadfast in what you believe in and what you grew up believing in. Um, it's all right to explore other things. Um, that's fine, um, but you need to keep what kept you going to get you to that college. Um also it would be helpful to find a home uh, find a church. Sometimes there's a church on campus. Some churches have uh, um, branches on campus. Sometimes they're nearby, and they will welcome college students. Make sure that your church um, is a church that you're familiar with. If you want to try a new church, make sure they're not um, fearing too far away from what you want to believe, because there's also cults that come in to try to attract college students, too. Um, But to stay spiritually healthy is one thing. Um, Maintain your own prayer life. Uh, Want to maintain your own um, reading the word Um, don't forget to do that there will be people you encounter that are not religious at all just let them go and do their thing you do your thing Um, or you might tell them you don't have to be ashamed to be a Christian in college there are plenty of people that are professors that are Christians but there are also those professors that are not and they don't respect that but that is okay you do your thing you just get your grades um and so you won't you may not be in an environment that is going to celebrate your spirituality but you have to do that um and you have to be strong in that you won't have anybody telling you to go to church so you have to decide yourself if you want to go to church If you don't, if you want to pray at home, that's your choice, but you have to decide that. So now is the time that you get to decide your spirituality, Um, and you may want to go to a different church. You can do that, but you have that choice, but please still maintain your spirituality. Um, The biggest reason college students don't succeed is not because they flunked out because of their grades. It's because they crashed and burned. They either... Um did not they um party too much or they lost their way, they just lost their way, and you need a spiritual foundation to maintain that when your professor won 't accept your late paper or when your boyfriend decides to date your best friend. You need that spiritual foundation um in life, and you need it in college as well, even though you're in a brand new place with all these super smart people and blah, blah, blah. Don't ever be afraid or don't ever think that you can get away from that spiritual foundation because that's what will sustain you when all these other people are, you know, gone by the wayside. So
0: That's that's wonderful. That was some great advice. (laughs) But to uh, move away from our wellness now, so can you give, um, because a lot of uh, our listeners are students that are, um, trying to go to college or preparing for college. So can you give us a little information about UNCC?
2: Sure. UNC Charlotte is one of the um, branches of the UNC system in North Carolina, and the main system is UNC Chapel Hill. But UNC Charlotte is the urban campus. We're the only um college that's in a major urban city. Um, UNC Greensboro is a bit smaller. Um, That's kind of our biggest competition. Um, I love UNC Charlotte. I think the students are great. Um, The students come from all different backgrounds all over the country, all over the world. Um, We have one of the highest numbers of African American students um, outside of the historically black universities in North Carolina. Um, We also have quite a few African American professors there too and we have quite a few modern Science things I'm a historian So I, I kind of know That area But we have Nanotechnology And all kinds of things And one thing I would say Is we have A great honors program And the honors program Is you get Some of the best courses You get to study abroad You get a free ride to school is free um, And it's a great It looks great On your um, resume Too as well So if I was thinking About one of the Ivy League schools I would think about The honors Program our school or another school is similar. You get the similar type education for free, and college is expensive. Yes, it's very expensive. So start thinking about costs too. So I think our students enjoy the school. So we have about twenty four thousand students.
0: Okay, that's good. I learned something new. I didn't know that it was a very African American population at the school. So that's interesting. So uh, what are some things uh, students should do in order to be a good candidate for college in general?
2: Okay, um, well, we're a good candidate. I'm going to take it um, from the place of them being already accepted to college and from them deciding when they go to their first orientation and how exciting that can be. It's a very exciting time. I think college is a place, um, even if you go to college in your local city, where you can reinvent yourself. If you were a nerd, you could stay a nerd or you can be the cool person now. Or if you were a cool person, and you could stay the cool person, but you have a chance to kind of. Reinvent yourself um, And it's opportunity to do that But I would want college students To know that they belong there Sometimes um, co- college students Especially African American college students On predominantly white campuses They feel like they don't belong They're suddenly the only one in their classes Or, or they never see any other Black people, they think they don't really belong there But they certainly do belong there um, If they accepted you we, They believed that you could do the college work And so you, they do belong there um, and to believe that. They're not not somebody that shouldn't be on the campus. They should be there and that campus is their campus too um, and they have a right to belong there. Um, I also wanted to say when you're in college campuses, on in your classes rather, sit on the front row or to the side. Do, don't sit in the back. Um, for some reason the professor's eyes go kind of like an upside down T, um, front and back. And you want to maintain contact with your professors. This is a different relationship than high school. Um, Your high school teachers may have known more about you and things. You can build that kind of relationship with your college professors, but they also have a very intensive research schedule as well. So they're really quite busy outside of their classes. So it's up to the student to build that relationship, to go see the professor, um, go talk to the professor and introduce themselves. Hi, I'm Mary Jane and I want to do well in this class. What can I do to do well in this class? That gets the professor sees the student and gets the connection that they want to do well Um, and so that they also think when we do well it's very hard to flunk someone we really know we will, we do if we have to but it's quite difficult (laughs) And so if you have maintained that relationship the professor, they may have a class of 100 students, they may say I'm going to pull out Mary Jane because she's not doing well and try to help her and try to save her, they can't save all the students um, but they can save a few um, because they Mary Jane had come to talk to them already. So also you will need to have these professors write letters of recommendations for scholarships, for internships for jobs eventually. And so you need to build relationships with professors. Um, But that is really different in high school. That is really on the student to build the relationship. Um, Not stalking or anything like that, but just going to talk to professors to make sure they know who you are. And that sounds very simple, but many times we don't know or I really don't know who my students are Finally get to know them till the class is over And so I have students That can, cause they have big large classes Sometimes that I don't get to know As well as I would like to um, The other thing is just um, Have common sense in the classroom Have common sense in college um, Don't text in front of your professor um, I know younger people Text all the time and that's just The thing they do but when a professor Is lecturing and trying to give you knowledge They really do feel Insulted when someone is texting because we're we're not used to that. Um, we didn't. We, that's just not what we know about. So we think it's offensive. It's sort of like reading a newspaper or or something like that. So don't text in front of us um, and don't text at all. Um, And, of course, be respectful because, remember, these are the relationships you're building. Um, Professors talk to. They talk about students as well. as Students talk about professors. And you want to get a good reputation in college. You don't want to be known as the annoying person that nobody wants in their class kind of thing. So um, be respectful and um, be alert. Make sure you're prepared. If the class is overwhelming, talk to the professor and say, I don't understand how to organize things for this class. They will help you um they may not they may not do it on uh, unless you ask them but you have to ask to ask if you need help, and that's one thing. My A students ask me things all the time. Ask how they can study for the test. They ask things. I think sometimes things people are smart that they don't have to ask for help, but actually the smart people ask for help, and that's the secret. They just don't tell everybody they're asking for help. You don't have to tell everybody that you meet with your professor once a week to go over your notes. You don't have to do that, but you do it, and you get that A because the A is the thing you need to get. Um, And you can get an A, a professor much rather have you work hard and help you than have you try to cheat and do things. We do hate people to cheat because it brings the um class reputation down um because when the student graduates and they don't know anything, it makes the school look bad and also we do want we are working hard here we do want people to learn things so um so that's one of the things those are some of the things about classroom management um that I like I always like to tell students to please ask for help if they need it, and the professor might not notice that they need help, but say i'm I'm drowning here, what can I do then we'll help we'll come save you, but if we don't know that, we can't come save you. um we just see you, and we just wonder what happened in this in the semester, so definitely ask for help if you need help so i I tend to talk a lot so I'll stop. <laughs>
0: Oh, it's okay.
2: It's wonderful.
0: I wish I had someone to tell me all of this when I was um, going to college. So that was great. And um, is there any other advice you'd like to give the listeners on wellness or anything else about college?
2: Um, I would say, um, dealing with relationships a little bit in that, um, friends and um people that you're romantically involved with, you are your mission in college is to finish, is to graduate and do well. Um, this is the, one of the few times in life where you have you professors a whole campus trying to give you something. They're trying to give you knowledge that you can take and have a career or have a or um a field that you can take and and make your life better, This the, everybody here is for you, not to give you A's automatically, but to give you knowledge and that you work hard and you get this knowledge. It's a relationship. If there is someone who is not on that same path with you that says, you don't need to go to class, why are you doing all that work? Oh, you're such a nerd, blah, blah, blah. They're not for you. They're not for you. They're not the person you need in your life to be that close to. Um, if there's a relationship that is um Overwhelming, it's so dramatic. They have all these issues. That's not what you need right now in college. You need something that's positive. I see so many students um, not do well because they've gotten in unhealthy relationships or friends um, that aren't positive. So if your roommates they're partying all the time, that's not good for you. They are not going to finish. They may think they may try to cheat their way out, but then when they graduate, they won't get a job because they didn't learn anything. That's the reality. So Get on the path. Find some friends that study. When I was an undergraduate, I didn't have the best time management, but I found a group of fr- room friends that were on the same floor of my dorm, and they t- they took over for me. They said, "Okay, from six to nine we study, and from nine to whatever we're going to the party. So you get here and you study." And I I became a I graduated with a high GPA. I did very well. So you find some friends. You don't have to get total nerd friends, you know, but find some friends that have good time management you definitely should have fun in college that's one of the best times to have fun but make sure you get some positive friends if everybody wants to down all the bottle of liquor um, until they pass out that's not the path you need to be on that's the path to go to rehab not college graduation so um, make sure um, you get around people that are on the same path you are and it may sound kind of snobby but it's not, but um, you have to finish. You just have to get out because college is expensive, and somebody paid for it. Either you got a scholarship or you or your parents or you got a loan, but somebody paid for it. So you need to take make use of all that money they put in investing in you and come back with a good investment and hanging around a bunch of people. And you will see them, and they will seem kind of cool at first, but um, they're, they're, they're mess, wasting their lives, and you can't do that. You can't do it. That's my
1: advice.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that was wonderful. Thank you for that. And I would like to thank you, Dr. Ramsey, for taking the time out of your busy schedule to come and talk to us.
2: You're welcome.
0: <laughs> now, if anyone wants to get in contact with you to ask you for advice or any questions, is there an email or anything that they can reach
2: you? I'm sure. It's um, S-R-A-M-S-E, the numbers one seven at uncc.edu.
0: Great. So thank you, Dr. Ramsey, and have a blessing.
2: Okay, thank you.
0: See, guys, I told you she was dropping some real knowledge. I I wish, really wish I had someone to tell me all those things when I was in your shoes. So, like, she was saying for the physically healthy part, It's better to walk sometimes instead of having a car, just to get you a little exercise in. And then you need that strong support system. So whether it's your family or your friends, you just need that support system. And for church, so there's churches all around always. Sometimes your campus even has a church, so go ahead and go to church. There's really no excuse. And having a relationship with your professor is so... So, so important. We talked about that yesterday with um, the topic of school and grades and all that. So, that is very, very important. And a professor herself told you, and she told you how to get that good relationship with your professor. So, there's no way you shouldn't do it, right? Okay. So... But well, we're only halfway through the week now, and tomorrow we're going to talk about balancing everything with school, our social life, and if we have a job or other duties. And Friday, we're going to wrap it all up and discuss finding ourselves throughout this wonderful journey. And as I've said many times before, and we'll say it again and again and again and again, <laughs> I just want to thank you all for tuning in to the first annual Youth Success Week that's Keeping You in the Know on Veronica Bellamy Inspired. And tune in tomorrow at 7 p.m. Eastern Time and get some more valuable information. And don't forget our daily gift. But I truly do thank each and every one of you. And if any listeners have any questions, please feel free to contact the boss lady. This is Veronda Bellamy at info at com. You can even contact me at angel at verondabellamy.com too. And if any parents or the kids have an idea about something they want me to speak on this week, we still have two more days left. So feel free to shoot me an email. And thank you everyone for tuning in with me, Angel the Cool Smart Chick, this evening and I'll see you next time. God bless J.K. Car, young people's Crime,
2: Sit back and enjoy.
1: Oh God, this next generation needs you. God, you said that in the last days, you shall pour your spirit upon all flesh. You said that the young people shall prophesy. And God, the young people need you like never before. For the enemy is on attack. So now, God, I pray against all type of gun violence. I pray against the shootings that's in our schools. I pray against suicide thoughts. I pray against drugs. I pray against bullying. And I speak over the lives of the young people they will not fall into the hands of temptation. The young people will get back in place with you. They will hunger for holiness. And the hunger will be so great that it will be unexplainable. In the name of Jesus, God, I declare right now that we, your young people, we will present ourselves as Mr. Sacrifice. Our lives are in your hands. We make the choice. We make the vow right now that God, we will not, we will not give in to peer pressure. We will not give in. God's a suicidal thought. We will not give in and to what the enemy has to offer. We will not give in and to the plans of the enemy. But God, we stand and we say we will be holy. We will keep our bodies pure. We will keep our bodies pure. Is pure, we'll keep our minds pure in the name of Jesus. We will not give in to drugs, we will not give in to drinking, we will not give in to smoking. But God, we will stand for holiness, we will stand for what's right. So, God, we cry out, purify us, God. one that will show the enemy that he is a liar. He will not have all the young people. He will not have our minds. We will be the one. We will be the example. We will be the chosen in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Young people right there where you are, just lift up your hands and begin to tell God.
0: For joining Veronica, the inspired Youth Success Week, keeping you in the know with Angel, the cool smart chick. Join us back tomorrow at 7 o'clock p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Be inspired.